0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend
1: doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: We've been talking about this a ton, but like it, it's going to be a topic at, some point now or in the not too distant future but jake DeBrusk is entering the final year of his contract one year left four million dollars unrestricted free agent after the season um obviously just had the best season of his career so i do think like it's a worthwhile conversation to start to think about what does his next contract look like what what is his future obviously this was kind of the you know two year basically a bridge deal after all the crap with the trade request and a down season, and we know, you know, he had a tough time during COVID and all that. And this was sort of like, all right, he was starting to get back on track at the time. He had moved up to the top line. You know, here's something to kind of ease your mind and let's see where it goes. Well, where it's gone is he's played really well since then. Um, and I think there was a comparable Tuesday morning, uh, where the Tampa Bay lightning signed Brandon Hagel to an eight year extension worth six and a half million a year. And the reason I say that's a comparable is that they basically had identical stats on a per game basis last year. Um, points per game. They were like within fractions of each other. Uh, Hagel was 0.79 points per game. And DeBrusque was 0.78. Um, You know, I actually, I think Dabrowski is actually a little bit more of a complete player, adding in the defensive improvements he made last season. Um, With Hagel, Tampa was also buying out some restricted free agency, which, you know, Hagel would not have been an unrestricted free agent after this upcoming season, which means there was still a little bit of team control there. So if anything, that plays in their favor a little bit. um so I look at that and I wonder, like, is that the kind of contract Dabrowski is potentially looking at? You know, we don't know how long he's going to want to go or how long the Bruins want to go, but eight years, six and a half million. debruska is, is two years older, but still, obviously, you're not talking about, you know, an older player. You're talking about someone who's 26 going on 27. So I do think, like, you, if he wants to stay and the Bruins want to keep him, you could be looking at something like that, you know, seven, eight years, six and a half million dollar range, maybe even more than that, especially if it lingers into the season and DeBrusque, you know, gets off to a good start. Like I I could see it even going up from there, potentially.
2: So if you were to think about the timeline for something like that to happen, like, are you, it sounds like you're thinking in season, they're going to try to wrap that up sooner than later. Um, an extension on him or what would you think? Like, did they let him play off the season? Do they risk going to free agency? Do they like, do they see him as someone that they need to make a priority right now to sign?
0: Well, I think first you, you have to know what the commitment level is from De end, because it wasn't that long ago that you really had no idea what the commitment level was. I think, if you're confident that you're going to get the Jake DeBrusque you got last year, I'd be trying to get it done now. Like, I, I guess the one reason you might let it linger is you want to see what he does without Bergeron there anymore. You know, we know Bergeron and Martian have been big for him the last couple of years. He talked about that openly when, when he was on the podcast. Um, but he still has Martian there and DeBrusque himself said Martian the one who's, you know, the hardest on him and always on his ass if he, takes even you know half a drill off um so i would say you know as as long as there's mutual interest and you're fairly confident that you can get that jake Debruss going forward i'd be trying to get it done now because i think if you if you do wait into the season then you do risk him getting off to you know a strong start and the price going up so um if i were the bruins i'd at least be initiating those conversations and maybe they already had and if there was a deal to get done before the year uh i would do it but you don't i don't think you don't want to to let it get to free agency like to me that raises the possibility of you know if, if it's not done by like trade deadline time and say the bruins aren't really looking like much of a contender then you have to seriously consider trading them because i wouldn't want to risk losing de brus for nothing like no matter what people think of him, he's a player of real value. You know, he was on 35 to 40 goal pace last year um, when you factor in the the time he missed due to injury. um, And there's a lot
2: of teams at that time of year that are looking for a a top six winger.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So, um, you know, and it's not, those plays aren't easy to replace. We're already talking about how we think the Bruins are, you know, at least one or two top six forwards short. Well, if you let DeBrusque, go or you trade him away then you're another top six forward short so
1: yeah i think uh, i what concerns me with him is his ability to stay healthy if you go if you look at his game logs um over his career he, he's only logged 70 games at most in a regular season and um oftentimes it's, it's well below that so health is a is an important factor for him going forward can he stay healthy um you know, he, his career high in points is 50. It was this past year in only 64 games. So to your point, Scott, like he was on a great pace this year. Look, I think at the end of the day, Dabrowski is probably at, at most a 60-point guy, you know, maybe a 65-point guy one time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think if he if he wants – I don't think he has a ton – I think the Bruins have more leverage here than he does based on his, his, his historical statistics and health. Um, I think he's he has to prove it a lot more than he probably has consistently to really try to break the bank with Boston. And you know what? If they can't if they can't agree, then yeah, they should get him, they should trade him for some value because uh, Jake DeBrusk is. Um, I don't think they should overpay for him long term at all, not based on what he's provided in his career. I mean, it, the last couple of years before he went to Bergeron and Martian, we were talking about what happened to this kid. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see how that one plays out. Um, I think that. He'll. I think he's. in the, Yeah, that. That's how I would say. it. I want to see more from him, and especially to your point, Scott. Without Bergeron and Krejci, like, can he carry a line? Can he? Can he be a sixty-point guy in a healthy eighty-two-game season without those guys around him? I guess we'll find out.
0: Well, th- let me put you on the spot. Then let's say it's this exact deal that Hagel just got: eight years, six and a half million a year. That's on the table right now. Would you sign DeBrusque to that contract?
1: Um, I really. No. I really don't know. I, I don't I don't think so. I, I don't I don't trust that he's gonna be that great of a player in eight years from now at that cap hit. Um I don't know. I, I I there's there's something there's something off with his with his makeup as a player. I just don't trust him eight years from now, if I'm being honest.
2: I think so. eight years is too long for him. Like you mentioned Hagel's two years younger as well. So um I mean you're not I wouldn't be trying to sign DuBrust to the maximum term that a team can sign so i don't think he's
1: i don't think he's earned that right to be honest with you no. like, I, I, for, based on his base if you look at his career logs and like just like the numbers he's put up and the games he's played and you know and, and the, the trade requests with the coach like what happens if he gets another coach he doesn't like right so like i just I, he, to me like i get he was on pace for 35 40 goals maybe this year scott it was a it was a record year for everybody um i don't think he's earned that um consistently enough throughout his career he's shown flashes but not enough he needs to he needs to develop more as a leader in my opinion if you're gonna give him eight more years
2: would do you think he would not even consider deals like do you think he's looking for that long a deal or would he be cool with like a five-year like five-year extension four-year extension
0: i don't know i mean it's, it's a good question but potentially if you're going shorter on years then the aav might have to be higher i mean there's like there's some metrics that put like Debross' value in terms of what he did last year at like eight million plus, which I certainly wouldn't give him that. But I would sign him to eight by six and a half right now, just because I think I think that's pretty much the going rate for good but not not truly great top six wingers right now and going forward. Like I just think that's the same AAV that Tom Wilson just got, and I'll I think Jake Debross is a better player than Tom Wilson. I'll I'll take him. Over Wilson. Yeah, but we also
2: talked about how stupid that contract was last week.
0: Yeah, and Wilson's also even Wilson's three years older than DeBrusque, so.
1: Do you actually think he's a? Do you think when when Tom Wilson is playing at his best, you think Jake DeBrusque is better than him, as as far as what he brings on a game? I don't think so. I I think I he's a better than Wilson.
2: I think at this point in both of their careers that DeBrusque's
1: better, but I do no, think no, that no, no, Wilson. No, right now, you're right. Yes, right now DeBrusque is. I'm just saying, like at at Wilson's peak, I I think he's better than what DeBrusque has brought Boston Whoa. to this.
0: I mean, I think DeBrusque is better right now, and I also think if you're projecting forward on a seven or eight year deal, yeah, I'll take DeBrusque through his late mid to late 20s and early 30s, and yeah, you're going to have, you know, maybe a year or two there on the end where he starts to decline at age, you know, 33 or whatever it is. But um, I would take DeBrusque at eight by six and a half over Tom Wilson at seven by six and a half any day in the yeah. week.
2: Because, I mean, really all we need to think about is the future, not not like what Tom Wilson was like back then. But, like, yeah. it, I think it'll be interesting because I mean, he's not going to be completely old by the end of an eight-year contract. So it just depends what they're willing to do. And, and what And it is just funny to me that two seasons ago it was like, how quickly can we get him out the door? And now it's like, can we sign him to – an eight-year extension after we already signed him to a two-year extension and like he what if he ends up being in Boston the rest of his career after requesting a trade like he ends up in Boston for 10 years after that
1: yeah I mean he look I I mean Scott I, I guess I would sign him to that deal right now um because there there is that philosophy of like sign now trade later I mean maybe maybe you could maybe you could shake that contract at some point down the line I don't know but um, I mean, he's definitely a need right now. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I, I'm not trying to actively move him. I mean, they 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 need top six talent, and he is that, right? So I'm not just trying to shift him out of here, but um, just going to see a little bit more of him. I want to see him stay healthy um, and be and be a bigger role when 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 the big boys are no longer around. Um, so especially up front, and Marshan's got probably a couple of years left at most anyway, right? So he's really got to take those steps as a leader, and he hasn't really been a great leader in his youth. That can change, but he stepped up the last year and a half for sure. Uh, Bridget, we know you have uh, a busy schedule with, uh, with work. So um,
2: yeah, I work every freaking day now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're going yeah. to every, Italy every next Red week. Red so
2: no,
0: no one should feel bad for you. Bridget's going to Italy Come next on, week. Come
2: on guys, feel a little bit bad. I haven't slept. The Red Sox games have been getting over at like midnight. I've been getting home at like 1.30 in the morning tired guys a little cranky (laughs) but i am going on vacation in five days so and then yeah you guys it's up to you guys for about two weeks
0: yeah Yeah. well so i guess while we're here we should mention our next episode probably won't be till like maybe later next week because i also have as people can see on my hat here jimmy fund radio Mm -hmm. telethon uh next tuesday and wednesday so people people should listen people should donate obviously a great cause um, but that will also tie up about forty hours on back to back days. So yeah. I don't think we'll be recording early next week, but maybe maybe later next week there'll probably be some interviews to react to. Usually you know there's at least one or two Bruins guests during the radio telethons. So mm-hmm. um yeah, people people should should listen and donate.
1: All right. Do that. Hockey's around the corner, guys. We're getting there slow but steady, we're getting there. So um, if you guys have nothing else, Bridget, will let you go. Scott and I, I guess we'll get back to, to work that we're already doing.
2: See the listeners and viewers in two and a half weeks.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you all for listening and we will talk to you very soon.